0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. You are listening to the world's
1: top fitness, health, and entertainment podcast. This is Mind Pump. It's now, a global affair. In this episode, we answer fitness and health questions that are asked by listeners and viewers just like you. But the way we open the episode was with an introductory portion. Today's intro was 32 minutes long. This is where we talk about current events. We tell fun stories. Mm-hmm. We generally have a lot of fun. After that, we answer the questions. So I'm going to give you a rundown of today's episode. We open up by talking about uh, the fact that I have to get a new pair of Viori jogger pants. You've I got, messed them real good. I got <laughs> I messed them. I got breast milk all over them. Yeah. Uh, because uh, you know I'm trying to help my wife feed the boy and uh, spill them all over. Viore makes amazing athleisure wear clothes with a lifetime guarantee. That's the best mm. part. You can actually return them at any time get a new pair. They look really good. Justin, didn't you just get something that looks Yeah, amazing? it
2: is winter. And so I was looking at coats and they have this new Atlas jacket. That's amazing. And you can wear it. Like it's not too hot. You know, it's perfect time uh, to go
1: check that out. Yeah. And Justin looks really, if you're watching on YouTube right now. The um, handsome one in the group. Yeah, he's definitely the handsomest one. Anyway, because you listen to Mind Pump, you get a full 25% off all Viori clothing products. Here's what you do. Go to vioriclothing.com. That's V U O R I clothing.com forward slash mind pump. And then you'll get the 25% off. By the way, um, it makes a great Christmas gift. Then we talk about black market breast milk. Uh, people are buying this stuff to build their muscles. Leave it for the babies, yeah, guys. What's what wrong are you with doing? You? Then uh, we talk about my lying controversy. <laughs> There's a fan that thinks I lie all the time, apparently, so we yeah. talk about that. It's a real issue. Then we talk about uh, dealing with friends and family who have conflicting views. It is the holiday season, so this might be something you want to listen to. Uh, we talk about Tesla being included in the S&P 500 for some reason. Uh, they also make a tequila. We talk about that. And then Adam tells a very cheers fun uh, story about his male ego and racing his car. Oh, yeah. Then we got into the questions. Here's the first one. Uh, This person wants to know if there is such a thing as non-responders to resistance training. In other words, are there people who just don't build muscle? The next question, what are the benefits of the floor press versus a traditional bench press? Third question, what do we think about cluster sets? Like, What are they good for? What are the pros and cons? And the final question, are there any adverse health effects to eating uh, really close to bedtime? Um, by the way, Black Friday sale is here. Okay, it's the biggest sale by far we do all year long. All maps workout programs, every single one, even the newer ones yeah. are all 65% off with the code BF. No more waiting. BF maps. That's the letter BF and then the word maps all bundles. This is where we combine multiple MAPS programs. We already discount them. Add an additional 50% off with this code, BFBUNDLES. In other words, everything is on tremendous sale. Individual programs, 65% off, code BFMAPS. All bundles, 50% off, code BFBUNDLES. Find all of them at mapsfitnessproducts.com. By the way, Those codes can be reused time and time again. So, if you want to buy more than one program for 65% off, keep using the code. Get them all if you want. There is no limit.
3: Hold on to the memories. No, why do you guys gotta laugh like A lot that? Hold on, hold on.
1: You uh, gotta do it one more time. Yeah.
3: Hold on to the <laughs> memories. No, it's not
1: any better. I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really?
3: I'm sorry. Come on, dude. I, I, it's like, not that, is it that bad? It's, yeah. so, bad, no, it's so, so bad. Is that why my, my I feel mom like there's dogs barking? My right, mom would like, my mom would never let me oh, sing. Oh, sing. Oh, I was, I was, sing in church. Oh, she was like, shut the fuck up. Oh, no, she just, didn't. Shut the fuck up, just listen. Listen. Just fucking clap your hands. Yeah. Just clap your hands and fucking mouth it. That's terrible. <laughs>
2: I always sat next to somebody like that that Ugh. was just super tone deaf.
1: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glory yeah. to no, the when you uh when you first when we first met, I don't remember what happened. We did an episode and you started singing. Yeah. I thought you were doing it on purpose. <laughs> I,
0: was, I was like, Oh, that's funny. He's like, Oh, he's hella funny. That sounds like, he's making fun of bad like, people. Can't oh, sing man.
1: Good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh my god, that's terrible. Dude, oh. I need another, I need a new pair of uh Viore joggers. What did you do? Breast mm. milk all over the oh, show. oh really, bro. Every time, I, I, I mean, you're
3: busting out with your thickness.
2: No, no, no. The joggers stretch dude. I wonder if they, I wonder if
1: they
3: uh, cover that in their lifetime warranty. Dude, I got uh, breast milk. Do you know all how over frustrating it is to mm. spill mm.
1: breast milk. That's oh, it, gold. It is yeah. gold. Yeah. Oh my dude, <laughs> did you to, spill it? A was it your fault? I so I spilled like like a squirt because I was you know feeding my boy with the, the, the syringe yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But Jessica, so this she was so mad, dude. She pumped and got like a decent little amount or whatever. She's tired, right? Obviously tired. And I hear her fuck. fuck. I'm like, what? she <laughs> spilled breast
3: milk. One time that happened to Katrina,
1: oh, and it was the exact leg. same. She
3: was, I think she was like transferring it into something. And it like slipped out of her hand, went all over the floor. Oh, bro. And that same thing. I don't think I've ever heard so much profanity from Katrina Dude. ever. Yeah, you know, you your heart, I tell you, and I'm, I'm, I'm is she pumping yet or no?
1: She's pumping after to encourage to change, more production. Okay.
3: Yeah. 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 Once, I mean, once she gets to the point where she's starting to pump. You ever pump, watch
1: yeah. the pump do do its thing,
3: yeah, yeah, by the, the way? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, no, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, me, it's mesmerizing. Yeah. <laughs> it, pulls the whole, yeah. it pulls the whole thing in I there. can't
3: help but think you two berverts right away. I wanted to borrow it. once. <laughs> <time. laughs> Just let me let me borrow it for 15 No, no, no. no. A it's a for my kids, dude. <laughs> Come on, guy.
1: It's for my kids. <laughs> yeah. <It's> disgusting. <laughs> Yikes. But, uh But breast milk apparently has got anabolic uh, <laughs> properties. Well, it reminds me of that I told Jessica. Netflix
2: show uh, that they were covering that. Um, and, and, and this guy was ordering it. Uh, <clears throat> online from a breast milk bank, but they—it wasn't the bank; it was from an individual because yep. they don't do that. Like no. they, they won't, because uh, it's so like necessary and valuable for for mothers that don't have
1: milk. Yeah. So if you buy breast milk from a bank, first of all, you have to you're, you have to qualify, do all that stuff, and then they all um, pasteurize it. Yeah. So they flash pasteurize it to make sure it's safe. Well, there's a lot of people who want breast milk and they don't want it pasteurized because they want it natural yep. to have its natural bacteria. But then you're buying like. Breast milk on the black market. It's like human, that, yeah, you know. That's a human yeah. fluid. On you don't the black really market. know,
2: yeah, how you're gonna receive it and all that. Yeah, there's this total jabroni dude, you know, that's just trying to get <laughs> jacked of like drinking some girls. Like um, you watch that random show.
3: person's milk? Did I you know, watch dude. that show? Didn't you yeah. watch? Yeah, yeah, they did the whole thing. And what was the? So I uh, one of the doctors. If you're gonna
1: go that far, go buy steroids. Well, Come on, dude. yeah, they,
3: they, dude, what are you doing? They didn't they test like uh, I, I could have sworn, and I, of course it's a documentary, so it could be a little biased, but I do think a doctor came on and they said that they. Tested all this, you know, black market breast Found milk.
1: Found a whole, a whole bunch of bad yeah, shit. In
3: yeah, it. I want to say yeah. like 50% of it was like no bueno, right? Yeah, or some people. Cow's milk and doing all kinds of other shit, like telling you that like it's. Like they'll cut it.
1: it. They'll cut it with like cow's milk or soy protein or yeah. it had like bad bacteria in it or went bad. Yeah. Imagine yeah. giving that to your baby. Oh, I know. Damn. Oh, no. Yeah, it's Crazy. these knucklehead bodybuilders.
3: Listen, uh, with the holidays, right? So we're here. It's the day after Thanksgiving. I'm in the. Uh, the thankful mood mm. and i want to th- mm. i want to thank all of our drama free listeners oh yeah Aww. and which I, is
1: 99.999 percent. yes of all. but every once thank in a while
3: we get one of you mother effers that are just not this way and <sighs> just I, what's wrong with you so i got this lady dude the other day this is like a few days back stupid lady <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get it. She comes in the DM, and she is, uh, and I don't even remember what the post or what I said. It was obviously in the the height of this this political climate. It just this is it's brought Oh, out.
1: It was this. It was the stripper political thing. Uh, it was uh, the. It was I just, don't even remember. That was
3: a joke. I don't know. It was something I said first. Yeah. So something I it was did, a total joke. I don't remember what it was, but you know, I was I was getting shit from it in my DMs, and every once in a while, when. I'm in a mood, I'll fire back. And so I'm firing back with this lady back and forth. And then after it's like killed a bunch of my time and I'm not going anywhere, I'm just like, whatever, I'm done talking to this chick. So I I stopped the conversation. I didn't even respond to like the last ones because we were just getting nowhere. Like we just did not see eye to eye on stuff. And she was making some accusations about our, us and our company and who we are that just, she doesn't, she was completely wrong. So I'm like, I'm not going to, I don't feel the need to defend myself. So I moved along from it. So, the next day, uh, I, I get into work, and I'm waiting for Sal to get to work, and I'm going through his Instagram, catching up on his, his funny memes and stories. He follows me. I do. Every once in a while, I follow and pay attention. And so you had done a That's post. Nice. You did a post, the last, your last post at this time that you had did. You were, you were telling people that you were moving over to Parlor.
1: Not that I was leaving Instagram.
3: No, no, that you're just moving your, some of your content over a parlor because it's been censored. And you wrote a long old post explaining why. And I thought it was a good post. And on there, I see you've got this conversation going back and forth. And sure as shit, it's the fucking same lady. Oh. And she's firing with you, making racist, sexist things about our business, trying to say that we were all white males, it's yeah, like, have,
1: Our audience is all white males and that this is an all white male uh, business uh, company. Not knowing that, first of all, the, you have have doug adam justin and me doug and adam i mean doug and justin yes they're white adam and i not really but we have like 90 percent of the rest of our staff is female or minority yeah yeah it's like right. she knows nothing of us right right so i see not that, that we pick them out for that by the way right yeah i could give a shit right if they're good employees they're hired.
3: right so th- i see that and i'm like oh my god i'm a little annoyed by it. then okay the next the next day i, I totally forgot to say anything to sal i didn't say anything to him Then the next day, I'm uh, in the morning, I'm brushing my teeth. My sister's uh, messaging back and forth. My sister runs customer service side of the business. And she tells me, um, she's like, oh, my God, I'm in the middle of responding to a couple messages about Sal. And I'm like, oh, God. I said, it wouldn't happen to be, and I say the lady's name. And she goes, oh, my God, how did you know? And I'm like, are you kidding me? This lady has now moved over to customer service, and my sister is now dealing with it? And then I get to work. And I, so I tell the guys, I'm like Sal. Guess what? I was like I, and I tell him I saw the lady on your your uh, Instagram. Then I. Talk to Cassie on customer service. She said she's talking, dealing with this lady. And then you enlighten me and go like, oh, have you seen the forum this Dude, morning? in the
1: private Ooh. forum, she does this whole post about how <laughs> it was targeting me. She was targeting you, about, blasting you yeah. in her own forum. About how I lie all the time. You just lie. You lies just a, like a blanket statement. Yeah, he's just a big yeah. liar or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, I can't wait to see what people say in the oh forum. Oh, my. Dude, that did not go Dude, as planned. she had a wild hair. Yeah.
2: I mean, really just lots of venom. She
1: got... Ha- by the way, she's she, she knows Doug. So I guess she was friends with him back in the day. Good job, Doug. Yeah, yeah. way to, way to, way to pick, bring that to, into the <laughs> party. <laughs> way to pick your friends. <laughs> all Doug's, Doug's friends <laughs> are crazy. Uh, but no, she she's getting she gets hammered by people because in the forum because they're like, what are you talking about? You know what you're saying isn't true, whatever. And so everybody's like, give us an example. Give us an example of the time that you yeah. said Sal lies all the time. You're
2: Making a lot of accusations. We just want to be clear. here. Yeah,
1: where are the times he lies? So finally, after a hundred people pressed her. She she picked out the time. Do you remember when we were, yeah, we were the, watching the video of the whale yes. that almost swallowed the <laughs> this the kayaker? Is the, the worst example. This is where I wanted to ever. defend her. I was like, Yeah, that's yeah. right. He lied about yeah, that. Yeah, was so wrong. You're and an I idiot. said, I said what no. I said no. That the, that whale doesn't go hunting big fish. It's a baleen whale. I said, yeah. I said it on the podcast. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, it's plankton. Like, yeah. He, he lied because killer whales and this kind of whale. I'm like, No, that's a baleen whale. But anyway, I can find it. And then there was another thing she said was, Do you remember when I brought yeah. up that article about San Diego? How the, a judge ruled that the strip clubs remain open down there, but the churches are still closed. Yeah, yeah. So I said, that was crazy. Yeah. She's like, he lied about strip clubs being open and churches being closed. I said, no, it's not a lie, dude. Yeah. So she totally has no idea. Oh, I think I she just was pissed was off. literally an article. Yeah, that was yeah. the best two examples of sal life. Ly- <laughs> whales
3: and stripper clubs? You're going to go there? <laughs> yeah. Like this health and fitness yeah. podcast? Uh, that's so it.
1: You're dead share in
3: our it. opinions all day and you're going to go after him being a yeah. liar yeah. for strip clubs. I'm not and a whale whales-
1: expert. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should so- stop.
3: Hey, you should stop acting like one, bro. Damn. You know, yeah, I guess You're it doesn't right. take a lot these days. I'm yeah. getting tired of that shit. Push somebody <laughs> off. <laughs> you just say that because every time I was in, the, I was in the, her DMs, like firing it up, like yeah, he lies all the time to me. I can't get him to stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time. That you just know, go ben, with it.
3: That's what I think is the, the best is people that and Justin got one the other day too about me about talking too much and I'm like,
2: uh, wait,
1: well, yeah. wait, hold on. Someone told him you you talk. Yeah, too much? Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: they're just saying that. Like, how do you feel about like does, does Adam realize he talks about himself all the time or something like that? and I'm just like, <laughs> I tried to turn it Into like, well, Adam needs oh, no, to talk a, to Adam about that. That, that. was yeah. a
1: private text between you and I. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's you're <laughs> the one who <that> did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm all self conscious. I should have been now. aware it was salami stabone. Ah, oh god, alias. That's oh. my other yeah alias. That's hilarious. That I I my favorite is when people complain to me about you guys. Like, yeah, yeah. What do they oh, think I'm
2: gonna do? I love that's so why I always like I always bring that to the surface because they think like we're gonna have this little like you know like conversation like talking trash about you. I'm you gonna, know what that's like. Same? I'm gonna tell them like right away.
3: Like you know?
1: we're pals. Like, no, no, you're
3: right. You know what that's the same that's just like you know it's like when your kid comes in like is trying to get away with something but the other parents said no to like the two parents aren't fucking talking yeah, and stuff dude. like that yeah.
2: <laughs> so you get this little inside joke or whatever yeah. it's like yeah. no 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 like, that, i'm to tell them everything that
1: cracks me up oh yeah. man yeah I, no people are funny dude yeah. on the internet they're really they're really pr- pretty annoying i get yeah. some i get some pretty interesting comments the worst are on youtube i don't even read those anymore no because it's always about how buffed i'm not yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, well those I think this, people are just angry.
3: I think this year too. This year has just brought it out. I mean, everybody that I've talked to yeah. is just like, I, I never once have I have I felt, at least in in my 39 years, have I felt like we have drawn a line in the sand about like who's side. I mean, I know a lot of people that. Have friends that they have lost this year because of yeah. like politics and shit like that. It's never been so divisive ever, I think. No, it's and-
2: just, it's hilarious to me that you think that like whatever you're reading or listening to is 100% fact. Like you gotta check yourself. You yeah. Know? Cause like, it, like yep. any. Anything that you're consuming has a bias. So you have to admit that right away. That's why I'm not like, I'm, I don't, I'm really uncertain at the end of the day, but I, I tend to believe and be swayed in this direction. That's where I'm at. But I know that it's, it's based off of logic and common sense. I'm going to lead with that.
1: Yeah. And you also have to own a few different things. Like if you're willing to throw away uh, friendships, relationships because of know, politics or opinions on different things. Your priorities are in the wrong place. They totally are. Look, I'll, I'll I'll use an example that has nothing to do with those two, with politics or or, or all that stuff. I'll talk about uh, the field that I am most passionate in that I've worked in the longest, which is health and fitness. And I have family members who, I mean, I can objectively say, are shortening their lives because they eat terribly, or they smoke cigarettes, or they don't exercise. These are people in my family. Now am I gonna be such an asshole that I'm gonna ham- like I got to hammer them so that I ruin my relationship? Yeah. Or am I gonna allow them to live their lives? It's their journey yeah. and, 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 and cherish what I can foster with them, you know? Like when I go to my parents, you know what I used to do when I first got into fitness? When I first became a trainer, I would like take stuff out of my parents' cabinets, like nah, you guys shouldn't be and it was like straining our relationship where they were like hiding food from me. Oh, and I'm yet. like, that's not good. No. You know? That's not good at all. It ruins the relationship between us. And so it's like, okay, they're gonna live yeah. their life. That's their life to live. I have to accept that if I want to have this relationship with this person, and it's like that with all. This yeah, stuff. it's
2: like understand where they're coming from. Allow people to have different opinions and move on with what you're doing. You yeah. know, like just focus on whatever is making your life better and acknowledge that other people have other ideas. Yeah, yes. Now, did
3: you guys have any rules set for this Thanksgiving? Did like so? I mean, because it's it's so heightened right now. Like, did you guys set any rules with family ahead of time? Like, listen, this Thanksgiving we're. Have, it's about a family. It's about us. It's not about politics. It's not about what's going on with election bullshit. It's not. Have you? Did you guys set rules like that, or are you just gonna roll roll the dice? Well,
1: my, we're isolated right now, so it, because we have the baby and the you know everything's you know the way it is. So just Jessica, me, uh, and the baby. But normally with my family, at some point, um, topics are going to come up that are controversial. One, I'll tell, I'll say this about my family. I, I love so much. My family is values. The tightness that we have so much that we could argue and fight and whatever, and it's never a question that we're we're still family, and at the end of the day, we're going to hug each other, say goodbye, and it's not going to be that big of a deal. So topics in my family do come up, and we do get into these big whatever, and at some point, all of us realize, like, whatever, and we just stop the conversation, so... We don't ever really set rules like that, you know, with our gatherings. What together. about you, Justin?
2: Yeah, so it, it's sort of an unwritten rule, but now that we've gotten in enough scuffles about like politics or like other ideas about like, you know, COVID or whatever, like all these things going on in the world. Uh, we've kind of come to understand that okay, we're just gonna like keep all of that out of here. Yeah. You know, we're not gonna do that. It's gonna ruin the the vibe and the it's environment. You, it's
3: you and your brother that are at odds, right, with yeah. it, right? You guys are the ones that are polar opposite. Yeah. You and your brother.
2: Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, like, we. Again, there's there's differences of ideas and, and perspectives, but I mean we're not that far off. It's just a matter of like, uh, there's there's a few things that are very divisive, you know, that we're going to bring up, and uh, it, you know, and then my my dad and him were, were a little bit more at odds with it, and would would jab at each other more. Like I wouldn't jab. We'd have good conversations, like we'd have really like intense conversations, but the, then it would like sort of let the air out of of the awkwardness of it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus where it, it was more uh you know an unhealthy environment the way that they're both kind of like chipping at each other Yeah. so i actually step in when they start doing that and i make fun of both of them okay. and that's my move nah. and then it diffuses it
1: that's yeah what cool. about your what fam- your family um
3: you know what they're
1: they're they're not very
3: political dude it's actually been it's it's more my friends right so there's a uh, my closest friends. yeah but you guys
1: are so close right Doesn't yeah matter.
3: it's actually kind of cool like i i i've been really i mean we're we're very different like it, it this la- this year for sure and is like I mean, we go back till we were kids, right? So, um, you know, I've known known these two guys forever, and it wasn't until this year did, did it like you really realize, like, wow, how different we really are. Like, we there's a lot of stuff that came up mm-hmm. uh, this year that we just don't agree with at all. But what's great is that we are so close that we can get into this like really heated like thread back and forth, mm. and. What I like about it, though, is that you know I have a lot of my buddy who I have the most uh, uh, opposing views to is a you know high school principal. He's got his master's degree degree from um, up north. Really, really smart guy. I like to actually battle with them because I I'm very open-minded to have my mind changed. So even though I'm arguing with somebody, I'm not in, I'm not digging my heels in of like you can never change my mind. Yeah. Like come at me with what your your Give me best some
2: compelling facts.
3: Yeah, exactly. Let me hear your best argument mm. for why you think this is good or bad and you know, I'll go back and so we do. We go at it back and forth. And at the end of it, we always end up being like, okay, how are the kids doing? And we transition out of that. And then after that, it's like kind of lighthearted jabs,
1: you know? That's like, when it's fun.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I call him a communist all the time and stuff <laughs> like that. Right? So we you know and he does that all the time, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah, we we go that's back That's always fun. Yeah, we <laughs> we have we are we're <laughs> playful about it and it's not like this angry, we don't wanna see each other, don't talk to each other. I, and I because he's intelligent, I really enjoy that we have opposing views because i I feel like either one he does change my mind about things or just strengthens my argument mm-hmm. on my point because I have to defend myself. And so I like it. I enjoy it and 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 that I think is healthy and ok. And then you have an example, like my sister was sharing me sharing with me. I was telling her this exact same story. And her best friend and her are completely at odds with this stuff. and they go all the way back to childhood. And she goes, the difference is, though, she's not red on any of it. So she's like, she'll she'll be, and she's loud about it. Mm -hmm. She'll be loud about something, and then my sister will challenge her, and then she has no response except for getting angry about it. And she's like, listen, like, she's like, I don't like talking about politics with you, and I stay out of it, but if you're going to be this loud about it, Don't you think you need to at least read up on what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Because I've read what you're talking about and let me tell you how it really is. And then she doesn't know what to say. And it's like, you know, that's where it can get annoying is if you have somebody who's so passionate of one side or the other, but then has nothing to support it with tell me what to be angry about yeah you know like that's just the the sentiment i i see this
2: all the time it's frustrating
1: yeah you know they do that so uh arthur brooks um he's got this great podcast uh the art of happiness i think it's called didn't you just do a show with him i did it's uh it's it'll be airing like a week or two he had me on his show cool yeah love the guy Uh, he's such a smart dude and so like one of the most connected people ever like the guy speaks at the white house and meets with all these amazing people. He's a social scientist and he did this podcast where he talked about studies that show that people who talk about politics all the time are annoying as hell. Everybody thinks they're annoying. Even people who like to talk about politics... Don't like other people who like to talk about politics. <laughs> so as I'm listening to it, I'm like, I'm feeling targeted. You yeah, know what right. I mean? I'm like, I'm yeah, right oh, dude. oh, yeah. Yeah, I texted him afterwards. I'm like, did you make this episode for me? We yeah. started of laughing. I'm like, I guess it is annoying, you know, when you well, know the
3: people it's so much like it the sports annoying. for nerds analogy that I've given him about it. It just it's if you're not the because I feel like you're you're typically one or the other. Like you, if you're not that guy who's heavy into politics, then you're the the dad who's like heavy <laughs> into sports, and then you you defend your team to at all costs cost on why they're better I do,
1: there are a few people that i like to mess with and go back and forth mike matthews love going back and forth with him on the stuff we disagree on because he can take it and mm. so can i so we'll hammer each other and
3: he's really intelligent he's right? a
1: very smart guy connor is a great guy too connor he's got a a, a podcast also i've been on a few times and he, him, and I will disagree on uh, on market economics. So he's like super. He likes much more regulation and much more free market. And so we'll go back and forth. And him and I were talking recently. And so we we mess with each other. Let's give you an example of the stuff that we'll do. He, we, he, we were talking about like natural ways to raise testosterone. I said, well, you could also uh, have a more of a free market approach because that'll raise your testosterone. And so we we just mess with each other yeah, yeah. about stuff, and it's fun. It's fun to do that. But otherwise, it's you know, yeah, it, can, yeah. it can be pretty damn. Annoying. Yeah. Anyway, I want to talk to you guys about uh, another study that came out recently. This was in Science Daily um, on protein intake. So this study has confirmed what a lot of people have been talking about for a while, which is that protein, a high-protein diet, uh, re- increases energy expenditure. So, so let's say you eat a 2,000-calorie a, a diet that is low in protein versus a 2,000-calorie diet that is high in protein. Okay. Yeah. Mm. The high protein diet will result just because it's got higher protein will result in higher energy expenditure, increased fat oxidation and more of a, and your higher more of a negative fat balance. So in other words, this all calories are not created equal in the sense because protein calories encourage calorie burning, whereas no. others don't. Is mm. that
3: because of the thermogenic effect on yes. it and the digestive process, mm. just because it's more work for the body to like convert it?
1: <laughs> yes. So it's got a higher thermogenic effect. It, it increases energy expenditure. And then, of course, on top of it, you have the satiety effects. Uh, when people increase their protein intake, uh, they naturally tend to want to eat less uh, also, which I thought was pretty interesting. But this is pretty pretty cool, right? Just mm-hmm. eat, have people eat more protein. Yeah. And see what. And I mean. This is a strategy I deal with clients uh, towards the end of my career. I started just. This would be the one step. Just, just hit your that. protein. No, no. We just it's
0: talked nice about and that. Yeah, way to do and that. See what happened. Did,
3: did you guys see uh, Tesla getting uh, yeah, released to where it'll be? Is it S and P right? Five hundred. Where like if investors. Is that right, Doug? S and P. Yeah. So they. It's going to be
1: in the S and P five hundred now. Yeah.
3: So I got dude. There's people that believe- Tesla's weird. There's dude. people yeah. that believe that it's going to go three x from where it's how. At. They think
2: don't they think he's going to be like one of the top 3 like uh in terms of like Bezos and all that of richest people in the world soon uh-huh.
1: but how though it doesn't make any sense it's not like it's this it's like a quarter of the fraction of the size of like General Motors. I mean, yeah. are they that profitable? I don't. think Well, they're think making so.
2: batteries is an, another move now, right? Yeah,
1: that's
3: well, another initiative. And then also remember the tech. I mean, it's okay.
1: not. It's like a total tech company. It's, it's like right. a startup. And uh-huh.
3: so think of the think of the marketing We talked about this. What they were what they were starting to put into cars already, which was this ability to be able to track everything that you're doing. No car will do that better than Tesla. By the way, mm, it's yeah. a it's a it's a driving computer right yeah, now. Yeah, the
2: analytics. Yeah, yes. they'll be able to sell. That, so I'm think
3: sure. of how valuable that's going to the valuable. It's going to be to like be able to track everybody's every move they make, where they drive, what stops uh, stops they make, like where they fill up on gas, what grocery yeah, stores uh, they co- park in. Humans my,
1: are the new commodity. My conspiracy theory uh, yeah. cackles are shaking. I
3: mind. know, but I mean, just I, to me, that's where it, it it screams more than just a you know a uh, automobile business. It's not a GM. True. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's the
1: and bro, it's five right now as of this podcast, like five hundred and sixty dollars a share. People think three X, dude. Crazy. So we 50 It's going to be like Amazon, it, yep. it definitely wasn't because they just released their
2: own tequila, you know. Wait, who? can't be it. Yeah, Tesla has like a tequila. I it's saw that like a lightning br- bolts. I uh, saw Brendan actually bottle. got it. Yeah, really? Yeah, and it's yeah, I'd be in- interested to see how it tastes, he, but I'm sure it's good,
1: dude. Elon is he's so cool in the yeah, sense that everything, cool stuff everything he makes is like people want just because it's him, you yeah, know what I mean? mean? And he's and he does stuff that's so smart. From a marketing perspective, like didn't he make the Tesla, which I don't know what model it was, didn't he change the price to $69,420, so 69420 four twenty. I did t- that on- no. I yes, he
3: did. I did not know that. <laughs> you didn't yes, know that. That's got to be a myth. Look that up, Doug. <laughs> that's funny. Look it up. Look. No way. Yes, he did. he did it on purpose, and
1: he did it. Killer. He did it as a joke. He does shit like this. Yeah. Really? Like, yes. A little Easter I, egg for you. I wouldn't put
2: past them, though. Yeah. because no. I mean, he, he had those like all those uh, software updates where you can get him to dance and like the cars ludicrous the spin speed around and yeah, exactly mode.
1: Like he does. Really? Sh- yes, dude.
3: 69,420. Get out! I want to see
2: this. Okay, Doug.
1: look it up, Doug. Where did you hear that? I've never, i never heard you say that. I read
3: it. Somebody posted it. Four twenty. Yeah,
1: that's funny. Am
3: I tripping? Like, I'm not kid. tripping, Doug. Come he? on. Hey, more fucking lies. No, more, no. more oh. of your lies. No, watch this. Yeah.
2: You're uh, giving this lady fuel. No,
1: no, 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 no. I'm gonna look it up bro, right now. Oh, bro, don't get give caught. me some, give me some wage. Hey, yeah, don't
3: get caught in another lie, dude.
2: Yeah. Right,
1: right. Elon tweets the Model S will be priced at sixty nine thousand four twenty. <laughs> because, when was this And it says here this is in TechCrunch because he's a child because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah oh. and, and, and look and look what he says in his tweet this is this is yeah see there it is. what does it say Doug I can't read from here 69.
0: the gauntlet has been thrown down the prophecy will be fulfilled Model S price changes to 69420 tonight
1: yep that was his tweet. That, oh, that's just one month ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, so this
3: is somewhat recent. Yep. No shit, yeah. I did not. No, that's he really does funny. shit like this. You I, know like what I like him, bro. I do. I like, like. like
1: him. Let me ask you a question. Like do you think Tesla would be worth? 580 dollars a share if he wasn't if it wasn't elon
3: no well i, I think t- today we've talked about this before it just uh we're in a different time where you want to know who's running the company like so you know more mm. about these companies Yeah. So. so
2: i mean what else he's still into
3: the board like he boring um uh,
2: holes underneath the like trying to, to create a whole nother way to travel to his factory Hyperloop. Plant. yeah and then he's also doing uh spacex on top of that, and then uh, what was the other thing that he was doing? There was one more thing. Neuralink. Neuralink, yeah, yeah. exactly. Which How, that I, one scares the hell out of me. So, that. I, I mean, I,
3: if that's all connected to the Tesla stock, I mean, I would think that there's your there's your.
2: Re- I don't think it no, is connected. No. no, they'll be different. Yeah, yeah. And you
1: know what's funny about this It's like people are like. You're going to track me through my phones? You're going to give me a, a vaccine or whatever? Hell no, you could track me. You know, No way. And then Elon's like, like we're going to go- I'm going to put, put a chip in your head. We're going to put computers in your brain. <laughs> oh, cool. I'll sign up for that. Yeah, <laughs> but he's cool,
2: though. That's he what it is.
1: 69, 420. Yeah. That's exactly so, what it is, dude. Elon, Elon. You know, he's, he's like- He's Tony Stark, dude. Did yeah. you see the
3: uh, J.P. J- J. Sears and his buddy that he's- had, The comedian he has all the time on uh, right now, yeah. and they did the one, and he said- the, the guy said he did a floppy disk in his back. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah, laughs> He just yes. <laughs> Right where the tramp stamp uh, goes. I, yeah. just, I just put a floppy disk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like like the Apple co- dude, the content that they've been yeah. putting out lately, bro, yeah. has got me. Bro. Hey,
1: speaking of cars, uh, did, you were, were going to tell a story about you racing. Something. Oh, God, you're going to sell me out like that, yeah. dude. I don't know if I was going to share that story. Right. This, well, this is
3: Adam's cool guy story. Come on. No, okay. So so Sal sent a text over the other day that was the, the expensive car thing. Do you remember what you sent over?
1: Oh, this, this investor said you should not spend more than, uh, what was it? 10% of your gross income. Yeah, a, something like that, right? So, so I, if you make 500 grand then you buy a $50,000 car is the is the right. most expensive car you should buy. Right, right. So you know uh so I know uh, <laughs> you, you, and you like, oh. threw that to just shame me. No, no, no,
3: he did. He <laughs> sent that the morning the morning after I I, I raced the Rover, right? So here's and, and so that's Katrina's car, right? That was a Christmas gift like 2 year 2 years ago. And it you know, the average person would be like that's why, it's a waste of money to blah 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 blah. Uh, but Here's the thing, if, if you if you didn't have that, you wouldn't have been able to experience this moment that I got to experience. <laughs> okay, that, that was worth the sticker price in itself. But so I'm driving to pick my sister up from the airport, and it's like I don't know nine. It's a, it's really late at night, so there's no there's hardly any cars on the road. Okay, so let's just say that, and I am coming out of my neighborhood. I'm heading down the expressway, and I'm right. I'm two lights from getting on the freeway. And I'm like, it's late at night. I'm like pajamas and beanie, and I'm—I think I'm listening to country music. And you know, they got the car seat in the back and shit. And it's like a nice night, so the windows are down a little bit, and I'm <laughs> probably listening to my music a little bit louder than normal, hmm. enjoying my me time, right? And I—and I love driving this car. This—I mean, the—the the Range Rover is like one of my favorite cars that I've ever owned that I love to drive. This thing just it handles amazing, and it gets on it, and so. Up rolls this young guy. He's probably, you know, in his early 30s, maybe even late 20s, and he's and he's driving a BMW 7 series.
1: You yeah. gotta got show him what time it is? So, no, I didn't Did that you was, rev it up. That yeah. was, Ring. So, and, I,
3: and I'm not, I'm not really <laughs> fully paying attention. I see him in the corner of my eye. I'm actually still into my music. You never race
1: the older guy in a car. So, I learned that as a young man. So I was kicking ass. So
3: I'm like, I'm actually just looking at the stoplight, and I think that it's my turn to go, so I start to inch forward. So he must have. Thought that was oh, me like being you're creeping on him, right? Creeping on him to edge up on the lighter with that. So when the light goes green, he just gets on it, dude. And yeah. that, that's the seven series is either a, it's a eight. Isn't that like that's a V eight twin turbo? Is that four hundred something horsepower? Oh, the, the the big the big seven series BMWs are quick. Look up what it is, Doug. I think they're a, it's a V eight twin turbo i think is what is in that it's a it's a fast car right so I, I shopped for one of those a while back and really liked that model so he pulls up young guy's listening to rap music loud and and you could tell he's like <laughs> rap versus country yeah oh, oh my God. <laughs> right. just the line in the sand so he <laughs> he gets on it and you know i'm like Ah, oh, this is perfect timing. No,
1: for- he's yeah, and he's tickling your freaking oh yeah, and like, I just, ego a little yeah,
3: bit. Yeah, and I you know I, I normally drive the truck or the the little Mercedes around most of the a time. V8. Is it a it's a V8? But yeah. I think it's a twin turbo for the the uh, uh, X7 one or whatever it is. Okay. Right, right. Not the X7. Excuse me. The the seven series. What is it, Doug? I don't know. Let me look. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought you had it already. they There, V8 powered 750i. Uh,
1: it's just a 4.4. Make All it wheel drive. It yeah. No.
3: No. no. So, anyways, so he takes off. Right. He gets. Yeah. He gets on it. And so he's got a good like, I don't know, few hundred feet head start before I even realize that. Oh, we're gonna get on this, right? And so I freaking I drop the thing over to sport mode and just step on that rover. And you see, and he's he's not letting up at all. And it only takes, I don't know, a few hundred yards. And I'm, whoosh, I catch up to him and blow past him. And then up is the next light before we get on the freeway. Oh, to so, do another one. And so, yeah, so we lock up. And he's like, you could tell he's a young guy. He got so excited, like the old dad with the fucking car seat. Yeah, what was <laughs> that, dude? Yeah, it, was, it was, so like, he was like, he was looking at me like, holy shit, like that thing's that, right? And so we go to get the car seat in the back. Yeah, That's yeah, car best. seats on the back and everything. So it's like, we, late at night, he put sunglasses on. We <laughs> get, we get on that on ramp, dude. So and busy. so we, we at this, now Now it's fair, right? Because now we know it's on because we both were racing right here and it's, you know, no one's on the freeway. We're, and when light turns green, we turn on the on ramp and I'm on that shit. Before I'm even off that on ramp, that car's doing 110, dude. So within a quarter mile, that car's over 100 miles an hour. Yeah. So, and he doesn't even come close. And you just see me pulling away till I'm about 135. I look down at it and I'm just smoking in that car. That thing, and I tell you, I haven't had an adrenaline rush feeling like that. <laughs> I can't even tell you the last time I felt like that where I was like, my heart was racing like crazy and I had this big grin on my face. And I'm like, worth it. Yeah, it came worth, worth it, it, dude. Worth it,
1: worth the sticker price, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> came, right? came home yeah. and made love to my wife. Yeah. yeah. Come yeah. here, yeah. baby. Yeah. You're going to get five minutes of Love oh it. My God. <laughs> but I that, oh, that was
3: that was literally that, that late night, it was like 10, ten o'clock or whatever time it was. And then first thing in the morning I wake up and I get that text message from Sal. <laughs> oh, right weird. away. I am like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <You'll laughs> don't, never, you don't know me. Yeah, you'll never know what it's like hey, to feel that feeling right there. Hey, I know
1: exactly <laughs> what that. That's the male ego. I have it. It's very alive in me. This yeah, is why yeah. when I hang out with you guys for too long. We do stupid yeah, shit yeah, like it that. off that? on you. Remember that time we were in the parking lot? I, I know.
3: I'm gonna get somebody. I'm gonna get somebody DMing me about how irresponsible that was. Super.
1: Get out of here, dude. Yeah. We were Herb in a park. We were in a parking lot, going to be in a podcast. <laughs> we <laughs> were in a rental car. we cares? were in a, a rental car, yeah. and just like, just I don't know what happened. We're okay, just like, so let's agreed. just start driving over. I'm the, I'm the
3: biggest child. Curbs of of and us. shit. We, it
1: wasn't. It, all of us were down yeah, for that. Come yeah, come on, man. I've done worse I stuff.
3: I'm not kidding though. I really had this adrenaline rush from it that I can't. I can't recall the last time that I had like. My heart racing like that and pumping and goosebump, all of yeah. it was like, oh, oh, oh see, that's I love my, that feeling.
1: that's my dad. My dad's yeah. always, he's always been like that. Like if I had my friends over, my mm. dad would come start hanging out with us, and at some point it would turn into like a pissing contest, yeah. and my dad would beat everybody, you know. And I was always like, God, man. Stop. Uh, <laughs> All the time. He would take us outside and be like, Can you lift a shovel by the end? Put a brick on the end. See if you could lift it. Nobody, he would do it. And they'd be like, Well, you're dead. <laughs> right. Like, Come on,
3: Dad, leave well, us alone. I just remember being a, so when I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, I was driving around the, the souped up, you know, Acura Integra that I had put a bunch of money in the motor and stuff. And so, ring, yeah, any, yeah, any chance yeah, I, I could get I to race anybody, I was excited. <laughs> and heaven forbid you pull up next to like an older guy that was in like a sporty car that would be willing to race. You yeah. get so excited as a young guy. So yeah, I felt. See,
2: For me, it was always the drag racing part. It's that initial like, like off off the line kind of a feeling. That rush was everything for me. So that's why I got like the the muscle car, the muscle truck, where it was like it was all torque. I mean, I was like, I would just smoke people for maybe like you know hundred yards, and then boom, done. (laughs) They just passed me,
1: dude. You know, cars are fast nowadays. Like so, um, because when I was a kid, when we were kids. It's zero to sixty in like under six seconds for a normal car it was considered pretty quick. Yeah. Now, like, I'm not even exaggerating. You buy a minivan; they, get, they got some of them are almost that fast. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Hey, here's this guy still this making. Always a, sell I know he's trying, trying to make a case minivans. for a minivan. He's yeah, really, I didn't even get one. I'm to you, bro, dude. Yeah. Like,
3: he's
2: he's playing. he's, yeah, he's they play, got play. An
3: You can plug in your electric guitar. He's cool. He's been planting seeds for the last year and a half, dude. So when he rolls up to work one day, we'd be like, "Oh, I guess it's kind of cool." you know, you know, I don't give a shit. I got, I got. I got
1: the suburban, anyways. I, so I, I don't even did. care. You did, but yeah. they make them hella fast. The cars back in the days were not nearly as. Although there were some fast ones. You guys know how fast. Remember the Lamborghini Countach? That was like one of my favorites. Back then. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. That was the car. That's still a fast car. I think it's 450 horsepower from yeah. back then. Well,
3: the range was his 550, dude. Yeah, that I thing know. Just
2: straight
1: moves. Yeah, yeah. Dang. It's, it's pretty damn, pretty damn fast.
0: This Quaz brought to you by Organifi. For those days you fall short on getting your organic veggies or whole food nutrition, Organifi fills the gap with laboratory-tested, certified organic superfoods to help give your health and performance the added edge. Try Organifi totally risk-free for sixty days by going to Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, and use the coupon code MINDPUMP Pump for twenty percent off at checkout. First question is from Josh Core. Is there such thing as non-responders to resistance training? Sure. Have you ever come across them before? I wouldn't sure. say non-responders. Josh
1: cool. I think if if your body doesn't have the ability to adapt to stress, you're probably... In a really really bad position. Everybody's body. I mean, there's an exception to every rule, right? Not a non-responder. Like that would mean no response. whatsoever. have you ever trained like someone where they Never got build zero. Muscle? No, like, I mean, it, my
3: point is that there's always there's there's somebody out there with some degenerate disease that doesn't allow them to build muscle. <laughs> degenerative. <right>? Yeah, de- <laughs> de- <laughs> yeah. You're a degenerate. Hey, they could be a degenerate also. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's, uh, there's probably someone out there that has, a degenerate also. Right? <laughs> yeah, that affected his personality. Hey, that's why I can't build any muscle. You yeah. have 15 beers this morning. Like, you no, know, okay. you know, there's it's okay there's always going to be that person yeah. right there's somebody out there that just that just can't but i mean everybody that i've trained um that's not the reason there's normally other reasons why that person is and they and we all i mean i remember thinking that i was this guy right i mean i'm sure you did too i'm sure yeah. all of us went through a
1: phase mr pro physique competitor at some point right? yeah
3: yeah I, I believed at one point that you know i wasn't gonna build build muscle or couldn't build muscle or was a non-responder or a hard gainer, right? Those right. all kind of they felt that way. But more often than not, it's it it's something related to your program or nutrition. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's almost always one or the other or more likely both if you feel like you just yeah. don't respond. Lack of sleep, that would be the other one. I, sure, I've actually sure,
1: trained sure. people who just, they did good diet, good training, couldn't figure out why they couldn't build muscle, finally gets the conversation about sleep and it's like, oh, you're up all night playing video games. Let's get some sleep and see what happens. Yeah, usually non, people who think they're non-responders, it's because they're doing something wrong. In fact, I'll say this right now. If you think you're a non-responder, try following a program like MAPS Anabolic and then send me a message and let me know if you still think you're a non-responder. Proper workout programming makes such a tremendous difference uh, in, in terms of how much bo- how much muscle you build. Now, there is a spectrum. There's definitely a spectrum. And the spectrum is this, right? On the left of the spectrum is people who just – they they build muscle very slowly, and it's very challenging for them to build muscle, extremely challenging. On the right are the genetic freaks, the people who build muscle like it's their job. They just they – they look, they look at exercise, and they build. They, yeah, just those are your professional bodybuilders, typically, your high-level athletes. Like, we all maybe have met people like this in our lives where it's just it's insane how they build muscle. Most people are nowhere near the left or the right. Most people are somewhere in the middle. I'd say like 85% of us are more in the middle and maybe 1% is at the very, very ends. So the very middle, we all build some muscle. We all get stronger. We all burn some body fat. But if we don't do the right programming, we don't eat right, uh, it's not going to happen nearly as fast. So. The non-responder argument. When I hear people say, "I'm, I'm a non-responder," I, yeah. I, I look at their workout, I look at their diet, their sleep. You've
2: just been doing the same thing too long, uh, for the most part. Most of these I've run into. It's like they're spinning their wheels, mm-hmm. and they keep applying the same uh, programming, the same nutrition, and, and, and they're, they're thinking that they got to do a more disciplined job, uh, and they got to they got to intensify it a bit somehow. But they haven't really, you know, branched out of that uh, a playbook that they've had forever, and so to. A lot of times, to you, you got to like provide a new stimulus for your body to react to, and and that takes some work. So you do have to be able to have some knowledge or have some direction and good programming that'll take you in a different
3: uh, I, uh, position. I find this really common with under eaters. Like, people that just grossly under... This was me. Like, until I started, like, tracking my food and calories and then started to wear things like the... You know, back then, it was the body bug today. They have the Fitbit and Apple Watch to get an idea of, like, what does my body burn? I have no I had no fucking clue back then. And until I did that, I didn't realize, like, how grossly under under consuming I was. I mean I was just an active kid. I played sports, I loved to move around, fast metabolism fast yeah, fast metabolism and I and I trained hard when I did lift and I just and i thought i was eating good because i was i was eating protein and i was eating the and drinking the protein shakes and eating the bars and but it still didn't matter they were, it was adding up to like 2200 calories 2500 calories maybe a high one 3000 calories that would be a high day when my lowest burning day was 4000 you know 4500 5000 calories because i was so active and when you were under consuming that much for how much you move and burn It's really hard for the body to adapt and build muscle. You're just not giving it the building box. You may be sending the right signal, so maybe you are following anabolic, and you're like, hey, I'm following one of these great programs, and I'm still not seeing more muscle build. The next place I would really look is nutrition because I think that's the next common place that people are just under under reporting.
1: Yeah, that happened to me as a kid. I'd, I'd be like, "Whoa, oh, oh, I need to eat protein," so I'd eat like a turkey and cheese sandwich, you know, like with just the sliced bread, and I'd have like two right. slices of turkey. Right. And I remember when I first became a trainer, I started to learn about tracking, and I'd be like, "Okay, let's see. I'm 100." And at the time, I think when I first started as a trainer, I was 185 pounds, and I was like, "Okay." I need to eat 185 grams of protein a day. Let's see what that looks like, and I would add up my sandwiches, you know, and they'd be like 15 grams. Like, oh yeah, I need to, I need to definitely change the amount of food that I eat and the calories and the protein that I eat in order to hit those targets. So that that's that's a big one. But the bigger one that I'm, I see with more people really is is their training. You know, I'll, I'll have people come to me and say, yeah. "Can't develop my butt, can't build my arms." I'm. I'm not getting stronger. What's going on? I look at the routine, and it's usually some kind of a body part split. Maybe too much high volume, or maybe they're going to failure too often, or they're doing lots of machines. Doing hit training. Yeah, not the right exactly. Not the right kind of workout at all. And that's exactly why I designed uh, the original MAPS program, which is MAPS Anabolic. I literally designed it specifically for people who have trouble building muscle. Follow that program. It's good workout programming. It builds muscle on most people. It speeds up the metabolism on most people. And here's the thing. Non-responders for fat loss, in my experience, tend to be the similar to the non-responders to building muscle. Both of them have trouble positively affecting uh, the ad- adaptation process,
0: um, and it usually has to do with diet, training, or sleep. Next question is from Thor Davey. What are the benefits of the floor press versus the traditional bench press press for those working out at home
1: you guys ever train the floor press consistently in your workout
0: i have yeah Mm -hmm. not consistently
1: yeah so i did it for a little while when i was trying i was trying to get to a 400 pound bench press i never got there i got up to i think 365 or something like that Mm -hmm. but it did increase my bench press it did get me to add another i think it was like 10 or 15 which is a big number when you're when you're reaching your limit Mm -hmm. with the bench press and the benefits that I saw from the bench pre- from the floor press were this. It negates the leg drive, so it's all upper body pressing. Right, isolates it. Yeah, people don't realize that when you do a bench press, when you're maximizing your strength, um, there's a lot of leg drive that's involved. It's just activating those legs. When you're on the floor, you can't. If you do, you end up lifting your hips off the floor, so it's all upper body. It also forces you to pause at the bottom and focus on lockout. Lockout is the top of a bench press, mm-hmm. and for for strength athletes, so floor presses are super popular with powerlifters. Super, it's a, it's a staple exercise for powerlifters, specifically to train that lockout portion of the of the bench press where. A lot of these guys will miss a top lift because they can't get that last two inches of their... Of their yeah, interest. and I think
2: that's probably why I didn't stick with it in my program quite as much. The lockout for me was never really the issue. Uh, it was mainly like at the bottom portion of the lift that I struggled the most. But this is definitely one of those I see like... It, and and uh, power lifters do a great job of this, of, of taking like components of that uh, entire lift and kind of breaking it apart. And so this, this definitely like works specifically on that lockout portion and stabilizing and digging your way out of uh you know that position once you
3: stall so i think that i think this question is coming from somebody who isn't necessarily doing it because they they're trying to find better benefits but maybe because they have to because they don't have a bench right they're at home they're doing a home workout and they're doing floor press. So, presses.
2: limiting range of motion is going to be my critique.
3: So, and it is, and so I don't, I don't see a lot of value for the floor press for most people, unless it's like a sticking point, a power lifter, and it's a very specific reason why you're doing this exercise. I don't see a lot of benefit into it, intentionally incorporating it for most people. And if you're asking this question because you don't have a bench, and so of course you, okay, you you get on the floor and you press, and so you're you're limited because of that. Then, and I've had this before where clients are in a hotel room or they don't have that and they're like, what do we do? So what I do with them is actually like a floor press but then right before or right after so you can you can do a pre-exhaust or you can do it after you do the floor press. I actually flip the dumbbells on their heads and actually have them do really deep push-ups to offset, off, it. Off to offset it, right? So uh-huh. I take them through that full range of motion because I wouldn't want them to train off the floor all the time and shorten that range of motion up. I would prefer that they go really deep and through full range of motion so one of the best Best ways to do that for a push-up is to elevate your hands so you can go even deeper on the push-up. So I would do those back to back. Yeah, now, exercise.
1: yeah, I, I'd say I agree. I'd say the most carryover is to increase your bench press. Um, here's here's something else you want to keep in mind. I've heard people say, "Oh, it's safer on the shoulders." Not necessarily because you're on the floor uh, and it's a you know, big, hard, you know, wide floor, whatever. It. I have found it in myself to sometimes limit my scapular. Movement or mobility because I'm on the floor, because I'm on a bench, my shoulders are a little wider than the bench, so my yeah. scapula can fall together a little bit. So, pay attention to that. If you do this, you still want to have your shoulders pinned down and back on the floor. Otherwise, you end up pressing with this rounded shoulder, and that can cause problems. If
3: I had the option, and I would have, if this is my client and you were asking this question too, I, I would actually have you get, um, if you, you know, maybe the bench is really expensive, I'd have you get a foam roll. Mm-hmm. and actually have you put the foam roll down your spine. And or a actually, half foam roll. Yeah, yeah, and bench mm-hmm. off of that. You know, bench off the, the foam roll because that addresses your point, Sal, because I agree, laying flat on the ground uh, will flatten out your back and a lot of times promote the forward shoulder because it's really tough to retract and squeeze in that position on the floor. So
0: I, I would like to see that client on a, on a foam roll over the floor. Next question is from Enjoy5. What are your thoughts and opinions on cluster sets? How are they best utilized? How are they best programmed? What exercises do they work well with? Who was it that we had on here? Was it, no. I'm trying to remember.
3: Oh. Was it John Meadows or was it Scott Stevenson? I think it was John Meadows. Was it John Meadows? No,
1: was it was, it it was, was one, Cluster it, it was one of those two. I think it was Stevenson.
3: Yeah, it was either Stevenson uh. or, or... And I, you know, I have to be honest that uh, before that, uh, I hadn't really incorporated them that much. And I went on a kick after we had them on the show. This was like a year or two ago. And uh, I really, I really enjoyed incorporating them into my routine. Um, but like anything else, the the thing that I always, uh, you know, warn people with, you know, uh, exercises like this or um, techniques, techniques. That, yeah. there, there you go. Techniques is a better word. Techniques like this is that you we do it and you're like just like me. I was like, oh wow, I got a nice response from it. Um, Notice a little bit of gains in my. I was using it for my arms. Uh, like bicep curls. I think that was the 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 example he used. with. Oh, you know It's arm day tomorrow. I'm going to do that. And I really liked it. And I did it for a few weeks and saw great results from it.
1: Yeah. I, I would say that you're... So first off, a cluster set is doing a set um, to fatigue, pausing for about 10, 10 seconds, and then seeing if you could do more. So that's what a cluster set is. I like them for hypertrophy. I like them for the pump. But Adam makes a great point. You get you stuck if you stick to it too long. It stops working. It's a great technique to inject into your routine when you haven't done them in a while. Especially if you're in a phase like phase three of maps anabolic, for example, is is more focused on the pump. Mm-hmm. I like cluster sets for the pump. They do work strength, stamina. So for performance, you build a little bit of strength, stamina. I like to program them at the end of a workout, not necessarily at the beginning of the workout. And exercise-wise, they tend to work better for isolation movements than compound movements because there's so much fatigue involved. When you do these with compound movements, your form starts to break down. Um, and then, you know, with a yeah, compound I would, movement...
3: I would not recommend these for squatting, deadlifting, overhead pressing. These are great for bicep curls.
1: Laterals. Trice- yeah, tricep yeah.
3: Push down laterals.
2: It's an interrupter. I mean, like a drop set or like strip set or one of these... Like, similar. Other, other techniques that are, are somewhat similar, but they're, you know, they're fun. Yeah. And so I think that it, it, there's no harm in, in incorporating. If you've been in the gym, you, you've done, uh, you know, all the foundational things and it's something to kind of uh, place in there for a short period of time i think it does provide a new stimulus that's good so what i liked
3: about it right so um i believe his if in and, and by the way there's there's lots of different protocols right so depending on who you're talking to uh will you get a different like prescription of this is how to do a cluster set right because i'm sure someone will hear this and be like that's not how it's done it's done like this i believe the way uh, Stevenson or Meadows, whoever it was that we were talking to, I think the way he did it and the way I went and emulated it afterwards was he does, uh, uh, you pick a weight that you could do eight to 10 reps with, mm-hmm. but you stop at four and you stop at four and then I think you rest for five seconds in between. Now, what you find is that you end that, up doing way more, right? Yeah, you end up doing way more. So, a, re- a weight that you could do like eight to 12 reps. You now you do them in blocks of four with these little five second rest periods in between. And what you find up what you find out, you end up doing is instead of doing eight to twelve, you end up can do like sixteen to twenty. 20. Yeah. yeah, sixteen to twenty for one set. And so that's kind of cool. It's yeah. you know, so you end up getting and and that's where the real benefit comes from. I mean, when you talk about volume, you end up increasing the amount of volume on that exercise. It actually, I the way I programmed them in is it replaced my my bicep workout completely. It wasn't just an exercise. It was just like, okay, if I'm doing bicep, this is all I'm doing for biceps. I literally just did cluster sets for my buys for a good three, four weeks and saw phenomenal results because of the increased volume. Because if I was just doing straight sets and with that type of weight, I would have only been able to do eight to 10 reps for three or four sets, where because I was doing it with the cluster sets, I was able to do you know five or six sets of that same weight and get more reps out. So I ended up increasing the volume of training that I was doing on the arms. That's the real benefit. But as after doing it for three or four weeks, my body then adapts to that and gets pretty, pretty used to that weight and that way of training that by switching it back up again, I get great benefits again too.
0: Next question is from Jamie Self. Are there adverse health effects when eating close to going to bed? Should you eat dinner hours before?
1: Yeah, there's there's some documented uh, negative effects from eating too close to bed. So the, the thing you want to focus on when you're going to sleep is allowing your body's natural circadian rhythm to register that it's time to sleep. Now, for most of human history, this was very easy. We lived outside. The sun would fall. Um, as the sun would would kind of come down in the sky, the sky would get a little darker. So now our brain is getting the signal that it's getting darker time to sleep. We probably did not cook and eat our meals in the dark when our predators were around and we couldn't see them very well when they would smell the food. So we probably ate the food when the sun was still up and then you know we didn't eat it close to bed. And we do know that the organs are a part of your uh, circadian rhythm. So it's not just light that affects your circadian rhythm. It's also your internal organs. So you could be in a dark room, but you eat food now your stomach is digesting, and that's sending a signal to your brain that says. And you're
2: horizontal as you're digesting, right? Yeah, and we- you're
1: also horizontal. It's it's not really good, and it'll affect your sleep negatively. So one of the mm-hmm. one of the the most important things you could do in order to get good sleep is to allow your circadian rhythm to register that it's time for sleep. That means you don't eat anything about a couple hours before bed. You are in a dark. Your room is dark. Your house is dark, or you wear blue light blocking glasses before you go to bed let your brain and body know it's time to sleep instead of doing this instead of lights are on it's bright I'm eating. Oh, time to go to bed. You hit the pillow and you expect your, your brain and body just to go to sleep. Yeah. It takes like an hour for it to start to register that.
2: I think you can get away with this when you're younger and you're just kind of like, uh, you're not really paying close attention to all these types of things. Uh, I, I went through this process where I really had to now pay more attention because my digestion uh, was something that was getting affected. Uh, the types of food I was eating, I had to pay attention to. The timing of like if I went past a certain amount of time, it, it was starting to interrupt my sleep because of being horizontal and also having issues with acid reflux uh things like that uh you know maybe like it it doesn't really uh, it doesn't look like it's a big issue like when it's not affecting you right now but it may become an issue later it's something i would highly suggest you know uh you start to consciously move towards that direction because you it will help enhance your sleep it, it it will benefit uh you know all these other factors if you start to kind of incorporate these things that are just naturally uh you know something to pay attention to so it depends
3: on who i'm talking to right so because we say that right now right and um now i envision the you know we're working on our hard gainer stuff right we're doing a lot of content for that and i think about the kid who's like Adam, um, I know I heard on Mind Pump that you guys say that it's you know not ideal for me to eat a big meal right before I go to bed, um, and you know you're trying to get me to build muscle right now, and I'm at you know 2500 calories, and I'm I need to be at 3500 calories. Um, should I not eat? Because it's unhealthy. Yeah,
1: that's that's the, that's a, it's still a trade-off, but a hundred percent. Right point. So
3: it, so it really and it now and then take another client. You know, hey Adam, um, I my main goal is to be healthy and longevity. And you know, sure, I want to build a little bit of muscle. Sure, I want to burn a little bit of body fat. But that's my number one priority. Um, you know, I only had so many calories today. It's now nine o'clock at night. I'm going to go to bed in the next half hour, hour. Should I eat or not eat? Oh, don't eat. It's not a big deal. Eat less calories today. It's not a big deal at all for that person, you know, especially if you're trying to lose weight then, right? So if someone's trying to lean out and they, you know, their, their calorie target for the day is normally 2,500 and they're at, you know, 1,700 calories. So they technically could, they technically could eat more calories, but now it's already 930 at night and they go um, Adam, I'm getting ready to go to bed in the next 30 minutes, but I'm only at 1700 calories. Should I eat again? No, don't eat. You don't need to. So it really depends on who I'm talking to. If if your goal is you're trying to gain and you struggle to get the calories in, and then you hear us talking about how it isn't ideal to eat before bed. Well, it's not. And like Sal said, it's a trade-off. Like, it Like is not the most ideal, but it's also for somebody who is har- having a hard time getting enough calories you might find yourself having to do this sometimes. I know I did when I when I was trying to gain mm. and I was eating 5000 calories a day. I needed every waking moment <laughs> yeah. of time to to eat. As soon as I got up, I needed to start eating and then hopefully I'd be hungry in 2 hours later so I'd eat again and that happened every 2 hours all the way till okay, I'm about to go to bed and I'm eating, you know, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich one more, one time after I go to, right before I go to bed. Same here. It was mm. the
1: same. thing In fact, I used to set my alarm in the middle of the night to wake up to, to have a shake. A, yeah, yep. which is hilarious. You know, I would recommend to this person that make your last meal before bed a shake. It's just easier to digest. Right. It's not going to affect you as negatively. It still has an effect, but it's not like eating a meal of like hard food that you have to really digest. No, that's that great
3: advice. In fact, that's ex- so while I was competing, and when I talk about numbers like 5,000, which is ridiculous, but it was, uh, that I was eating. I would eat dinner around 6 or 7 p.m. at night, and then I'd have this big shake right before bed. So yeah. I'd have this big- 800- Yeah, imagine
1: if you flip that, right? Yeah, You had yes. the shake and then had a big dinner before bed. Right,
3: right. And that for that exact reason, because I know that that shake will easily digest in 30 minutes to an hour, where food takes more like two hours plus- to digest, And so I would know, oh, you know what? I'm getting ready to go to bed in the next half hour. Most of the shake will already be digested before I actually go to sleep.
1: Yeah, now the vast majority of people listening are not dealing with super fast metabolisms where they need to eat tons and tons of calories. So most people listening, you're better off not eating a couple hours before bed. But those that small percentage of people who was like me when I was a kid, uh, if I didn't eat, have a shake right before bed, I would miss my calorie and protein targets. So, for that, there was that trade off, and it was worth it uh, for me. In that case, I agree with you, Adam. Look, Mind Pump is recorded on video as well as audio. So, if you like listening to our voices, imagine if you looked at our faces. It's really cool. cool. Come check us out on YouTube, Mind Pump Podcast. You can also find all of us on Instagram, including Doug. You can find Doug at Mind Pump Doug.